بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين All praise and thanks belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and may the peace and blessing of Allah be upon his servant and final messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam As to what follows my dear respected brothers and sisters in Islam Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says at the end of Surah Al-Nahl وَاصْبِرْ وَمَا صَبُرُكَ إِلَّا بِاللَّهِ Allah Azza wa Jal in this ayah is commanding the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and as an extension he is commanding all of us the Ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam incredible command and incredible words from Allah Azza wa Jal Allah says in this ayah وَاصْبِرْ Be patient Observe patience and commit to patience. Then Allah Azza wa Jalla says, "Wama sabruka illa billah," and know that your patience only comes from Allah. Allahu Akbar. Look how beautiful this ayah is. Allah Azza wa Jalla commands us to be patient, and then He reminds us that we can only be patient. If Allah Azza wa Jal was to give us patience. In other words, this second part of the ayah connects us to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and makes us realize that without Allah, we are nothing. And that if we want to be patient, we need to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us patience. Such as in the Quran, Allah Azza wa Jal teaches us how we ask him for patience. رَبَّنَا أَفْرِغْ عَلَيْنَا صَبْرًا وَثَبِّتْ أَقْدَامَنَا وَانْصُرْنَا عَلَى الْقَوْمِ الْكَافِرِينَ We ask Allah Azza wa Jal for patience because we can only be patient if Allah Azza wa Jal was to grant us patience. My brothers and sisters in Islam, after you read this ayah and you learn this ayah, how can anyone ever think he may be independent from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And how can anyone after this ayah think that he's not not in need of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Verily the servant and the slave is in need of Allah azza wa every moment in his life. My brothers and sisters in Islam, let's explain what patience is. This is a big deal in our deen. Ibn Mas'ud radiallahu anhu, he says, إِنَّ الصَّبْرْ نِصْفُ الْإِيمَانِ Patience is half of Iman, it's half of faith, Allahu Akbar. And the other half is shukr, being grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So my brothers and sisters in Islam, patience is half our Iman, Allahu Akbar. This is important and we need to understand what patience is. When Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says, مَا أُعْطِيَ عَبْدٌ عَطَاءً خَيْرًا وَأَوْسَعَ مِنَ الصَّبْرِ Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, no one has ever been given a greater gift than patience. In other words, the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in this hadith teaches us that the greatest gift one could be given is patience. So put this hadith alongside Ibn Mas'ud radiallahu anhu saying that patience is half our deen. You're now slowly, slowly, I want to build within you the understanding of patience and its importance in Islam, the status of patience in Islam. 
I haven't got to explaining it yet. We'll get there in the categories of patience and how it's practiced. My brothers and sisters in Islam, let me add to this so you can understand the heaviness and the huge weight of patience in Islam. You know that the people, when they enter the paradise, they enter the paradise. When the believers enter the paradise, they enter because of their patience. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in many ayat of the Quran, he teaches us this fact. Allah Azza wa Jalla says, "Ulaika yujzuna al-ghurfata bima sabaru." Allahu Akbar. When Allah Azza wa Jalla he described the believers entering the paradise, he said that they enter the highest levels of paradise bima sabaru because of their patience. Allah Azza wa Jalla he says that the angels they greet the believers as they enter the paradise. How do the angels greet these believers as they enter the doors of the paradise? They say to them, Salamun alaykum bima sabartum. May the peace of Allah be upon you because of your patience. Allahu Akbar. Allah Azza wa Jal, he says in Surah Al-Insan, وَجَزَاهُمْ bima sabaru jannatan wahariira. Allah Azza wa Jal, he says in Surah Al-Insan, that he rewarded the believers, the paradise, bima sabaru, because of their patience. Because of their patience. So understand, my brothers and sisters in Islam, first and foremost, the status of patience in Islam. It equals half our faith. It is the greatest gift Allah Azza gives the believers. And it is the reason for why they enter the paradise after the blessing and the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. My brothers and sisters in Islam, let's understand what patience is. Linguistically, as-sabr comes from, as-sabr means al-habs, to stop and to refrain yourself. This is what sabr means linguistically. And uh, um, in Islamic terms, sabr is, uh, as Ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah he says, as-sabr huwa alladhi la yurafiquhu shakwa al-insan wa la jaza'uhu. That patience it means to stop yourself from complaining and from panicking and from despairing in times of grief. This is what patience is, to refrain, to hold yourself back from complaints and from panics and from despairing in the mercy or from the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And patience, it has three categories. This is how it's practiced and this is how it's exercised. Patience is, as we said, three categories. The first one is as-sabru ala ta'atillah. Second one, as-sabru an ma'asiyatillah. And the third one is as-sabru ala aqdarillahi al-mu'limah. So this is where patience is practiced. Number one, as-sabru ala ta'atillah. Patience is required upon the worship of Allah Azza wa Jal. That is the first category of patience and that is the first type of patience you must exercise. And that is patience upon the worship. Allah Azza wa Jalla says in Surah Maryam, فَعْبُدْهُ وَاسْطَبِرْ لِعِبَادَتِهِ Allah Azza wa Jalla says, worship him. Worship Allah alone. And then he said, وَاسْطَبِرْ لِعِبَادَتِهِ 
and observe patience when you worship Allah Azza wa Jal. Allahu Akbar. Look at the word. Wastabir. He did not say wasbir li'ibadatih. He said wastabir li'ibadatih. And in the Arabic language, there is a rule that says Meaning if a word, if a word is made long by adding letters in it, then it gives a more definite meaning. It gives a emphasized meaning. For example, sabr is three letters. Sabr is three letters. It means patience, a normal degree of patience. Is tabara is ta ba ra is five letters. It's five letters. So it gives an added degree of patience. Extra patience is required because now the letter, the word is longer. So Allah Azza wa Jalla says, who worship him. He did not say, wasbir li'ibadati, be patient upon his worship. He said, wastabir li'ibadati, be extra patient upon his worship, Allahu Akbar. Why? Because the worship is not going to be easy. It is going to require patience. It will be easy if you ask Allah to make it easy. It will be easy if you strive and struggle hard enough. Then you will find sweetness and beauty in the worship. Praying five times a day requires worship. Making wudu for every salat or for the prayers that you need to make wudu for requires patience. It requires patience. Praying five times a day requires patience. A dhikr after the prayer requires patience. Reading Quran every day and committing yourself to the Quran and the teachings of the Quran requires patience. Fasting Ramadan requires patience. Now the 10 days of the Hijjah are approaching. In, in just less than, than, than 10 days, the best 10 days of the year approaching. And we need to strive and struggle to fast these days and make dhikr of Allah and any kind of worship we know about. The best time to do them is in the 10 days of the Hijjah. And that requires what? Patience. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, وَأْمُرْ أَهْلَكَ بِالصَّلَاةِ وَاسْطَبِرْ عَلَيْهَا Allah he says at the end of Surah Taha, he says, What Command and instruct your family to the prayer. Instruct your family and command them to pray. Then Allah he says, And be extra patient upon your family when you instruct them to pray. In other words, tell them to pray now, tomorrow for the next prayer, after tomorrow, after a week, and keep and be patient. Don't say, I've told my son to pray a hundred times, I can't do it anymore. Every time of salat, you must remind your family to pray. You must remind them to get up and pray and observe a salat. And that requires patience. So Allah says, وَاسْطَبِرْ عَلَيْهَا Allahu Akbar, Even the first category in where we must practice and exercise patience is upon the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, upon the worship being like our leader, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Look at the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and how he worshipped Allah 
and how he remained patient upon the worship of Allah and tried to copy that and tried to emulate that, the character of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. My brothers and sisters in Islam, the second category of patience that we must exercise and practice is, and this is important, we need to be patient when it comes to the disobedience of Allah, when it comes to the haram, and when it comes to unlawful matters, we need to be patient concerning these things. What does that mean? Meaning, when you attempted to do the haram, you must be patient and refrain and stop yourself. Remember, we said that as-sabr linguistically is al-habs. Linguistically, sabr, sabr in the dictionary. If you open the dictionary, sabr means to stop and to refrain, to hold yourself. So, as-sabr anil ma'asiyah, meaning when it comes to sins and when it comes to the haram, you must refrain and hold yourself back. Now you have exercised patience that Allah Azza wa rewards you for. Whenever your nafs calls you to do something haram, remind yourself that you must be patient towards this haram. Be patient, in other words, refrain, hold yourself back, be patient for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For the sake of Allah, you're being patient. Remember your patience is for Allah subhanallah. So you feel the sweetness and the beauty when you leave off a sin for the sake of Allah And you're rewarded for that patience. Wallahi, you're rewarded for it. If your nafs called you to do something haram and you told your nafs and you suppressed your nafs, you controlled it, you held it back and you told yourself, I'm going to be patient for the sake of Allah and I will not trespass the, law, the boundaries of Allah, and I will not commit this haram. Wallahi, you are rewarded for that patience. It doesn't go like this, you know. It doesn't go under the, swept under the, the carpet with no reward. Allah rewards those who hold themselves when it comes to sins. Allahu Akbar, subhanallah. And uh, we need to understand that this is what is required from us when it comes to sins. When your nafs is calling you to something haram, when your nafs is calling you to watch that which is haram, to do that which is haram with your phone or with your computer screen, or if your nafs is calling you to call someone and speak to them in the haram or message someone in the haram, Hold yourself back. This is when you need to practice patience and remind yourself that Allah is watching. And if you are patient and you left the sin off, that Allah is happy with you, that Allah is pleased with you. Why do we say this? Because he rewards you for that patience. And Allah only rewards those who he is happy with, those who he loves and those who he is pleased with. Subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allahu Akbar. And the third category in where we're supposed to exercise patience, the third category is We need to be patient when it comes to the hardships and difficulties and calamities of this worldly life. We need to be patient when it comes to the hardships 
Now, what does that mean? And how do we exercise patience when it comes to the calamities? Uh, firstly, we practice patience upon calamities by not complaining. This is something important you and I must understand. If we do not complain concerning the calamities and hardships that Allah Azzawajal has decreed for us, if we do not complain and do not speak words and do not speak negative words and we do not uh, utter يعني, negative words, complaining against Allah, you know, or saying words that contradict our faith and contradict the qadr. For example, saying, why me, ya Allah? Why did you give me this sickness? Why did you take my child away? All these words negate patience. You are not patient when you say words like this concerning calamities and hardships of life. So how do you remain patient in the face of calamities? By refraining from saying or doing anything that Allah Azza has forbid us from do, and then saying, Inna lillah wa inna ilayhi raji'oon. Allahu Akbar. This is the word to be said when you are facing any calamity, any hardship, any difficulty in life, anything, no matter what it is, how small, how big it is. This is the word to say. Inna lillah. We all belong to Allah, all of us, us, our physical body, and all our affairs. Even the hardships that Allah Azza wa decrees upon us, they belong to Allah. It is Allah Azza wa who knows about these calamities, and He wrote them in a lawh al-mahfuz, the preserved scroll, and it is only by His permission that they happen. So, inna lillah. All our affairs are for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we are going to be returned to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this should soothe your heart and it should calm you down. This word. Why? What is meant by we are going to return to Allah? What is meant by this is that I cannot wait to return to Allah so I can see the reward he's going to give me because of my patience. So you get happy when you say, I cannot wait for that day in where I return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so that I can meet and see the reward of my patience. Allahu Akbar. And this is what Allah Azzawajal said in the Quran in Surah Al-Baqarah. وَبَشِّرِ الصَّابِرِينَ Allah Azzawajal, he mentions a list of calamities that can happen to a person. After this list of calamities, he said, and give good news to the patient ones. Congratulate the patient ones. How are we going to be patient, Ya Rabb? He said, Whenever, whenever a hardship strikes them or affects them, they say, before you do anything, just words. You have to say words and believe in what you're saying. Even these are the words to be said when you want to exercise patience in the face of hardship and calamity and difficulties. Now, so, you know, raising children is a difficult job that requires patience. It's hardship. It requires patience. 
you know, seek help from Allah Azza wa Jal. Remember, the first ayah we read in this lesson was, Asbir wa ma sabruka illa billah. Your patience is only going to come from Allah. Don't look for patience anywhere else. It is going to come from Allah himself. So the smart believer knows that if patience can only come from Allah, then where should I seek patience from? Seek it from Allah. Ask Allah. Say, Rabbana, and this is a Quranic dua, as I told you, Rabbana afrigh alayna sabran. Oh Allah, drench us and pour upon us patience. Look at how beautiful this word is. Afrigh alayna sabran. Afrigh, it's like you have a, a bottle in your hand and you're pouring, you're emptying it. You're saying, oh Allah, shower me with patience. Pour upon me patience. Drench me with patience. I want to have patience in my eyes, in my ears, in my tongue, on my hand, in my body. Everywhere I, I want to have patience. You know, this is very important. So you want patience in your eyes so that you don't look at the haram. Rather, you use your eyes for what is permissible. You want patience in your ears so that you don't hear what's haram. You hear what's permissible. Now, my brothers and sisters in Islam, for this is the three categories of patience. And you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, at the end of Surah Al-Ahqaf, He says, فَاصْبِرْ كَمَا صَبَرَ أُولُ الْعَزْمِ مِنَ الرُّسُلِ Allah tells us what type of patience we're supposed to have. He says, be patient like the patience of the noble messengers. You know, the prophets, there are 25 prophets mentioned in the Quran by name. Otherwise, there's a lot of prophets. But 25 we know about in the Quran. Among these 25, there are five noble prophets. Like they come first on the list. They are Nuh alayhi salam, Ibrahim alayhi salam, Musa alayhi salam, Isa alayhi salam, Muhammadun sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah azza wa jal said in the Quran, Fasbir, be patient, kama sabar, just like the noble messengers were patient. In other words, the patient, the patience that's required from believers is the patience of the noble messengers. And you and I were supposed to strive to be patient like Nuh alayhi salam. In his da'wah 950 years, he did not give up on his people. Today, when people give advice or da'wah to a family, a member or a relative of theirs, and it's not taken in good manner, they give up altogether. People give up altogether. Hada, what kind of patience is that? Be patient upon the da'wah. And, and, and teach the people and, and advise them and can be consistent and continuous, find the right words in the right time. Don't give up because Allah told us we're supposed to be patient like the noble messengers. We're supposed to strive towards that kind of patience, you know, and be patient like uh, Ibrahim alayhi salam. Look at Ibrahim and his sacrifice and his submission to Allah. Allah told him, slaughter his son. No problems. He's ready to do that for the sake of Allah. Allah told him, leave your family in the desert, in the middle of Mecca. And he left them. Look at his submission to Allah. Look at the patience he had. Allah told him to build the Kaaba, a building in the middle of the desert. 
Look at his submission. He goes around and he finds these bricks and he brings them and puts them on together and he builds and he says, minna. Oh Allah, accept from us. Look at the patience you had in the worship and submitting to the command of Allah. This is the kind of patience we're supposed to have. We're supposed to have patience like these five noble messengers and prophets. Uh, look at the case of uh, Isa alayhi salam and his patience in da'wah towards his people. And look at and, and, and the patience concerning the insult of the people and the mockery of the people. Look at the patience of Musa alayhi salam. And he was patient with Fir'aun and the difficulties that Fir'aun brought upon him. He was patient and he commanded his people to be patient. He said to them, be patient and seek Allah's help. You see that? And look at the Prophet And look at the kind of patience he had when it came to the worship of Allah, when it came to the hardships in life and how he faced them. This is the patience the believer is supposed to have. Not, Wallah, you worship Allah one or two days and Allah, I can't and I find it difficult and I'm struggling and you need some... When my brothers and sisters in Islam, wake up. It is only one life you're going to live. Wallahi, one life and you're going to live and that's it. They will never ever come back to it. You will never ever come back to this worldly life. It is one chance you have. One and only chance. So we don't want children patience. Little patience. We want huge patience. This is what Allah is looking for. Patience. The type of patience of prophets, of noble messengers and prophets. That type of patience. Force yourself to get up for Salat al-Fajr. That requires patience. Force yourself to get up for the sake of Allah. It requires patience and feel, feel. That you're being patient for the sake of Allah. Wallah al-Azim, my brothers and sisters in Islam. The majority of us don't feel sweetness in worship and don't feel this comfort and beauty in worship because we are not patient upon our worship. We give up easily. We read Quran in Ramadan and then we give up after Ramadan. We pray Taraweeh in Ramadan and we give up after Ramadan. We do the good from time to time and then we give up why 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 this giving up for why where did this attitude come from you must be patient upon the worship Allah is testing your patience upon the worship Allah knows the struggle that you go through he knows the struggle he's the one who legislated this deed and he's the one who created us and he's the one who told us to be patient so it all makes sense it all makes sense Strive and struggle. Ma'aslan, your life is all for Allah. So do what is pleasing to Allah. It makes sense. Do what is pleasing to Allah. And then there is your nafs. And there is the evil whispering of the shaitan. That is what you're supposed to fight. That is your fight. Fight that evil whispering of a shaitan. The best words that would get rid of the evil whispering of a shaitan is a'udhu billahi min shaitan rajim That's the best word. That's the best word. To keep up a fight with the shaitan. 
أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم أنذكر الله سبحانه وتعالى It would keep the shaytan his pressure upon you low and as a result your nafs can rise and you can experience patience upon worship. One of the salaf rahimahullah he said that I, I endured impatience 20 years upon Salatul Layl. 20 years of patience upon Salatul Layl. He was praying the night. 20 years. And he said, all I got out of it was tiredness and heavy eyes. 20 years of praying the night. And every single day of those 20 years, all he got out of his Salatul Layl was tiredness, heavy eyes, sleepy, no comfort and enjoyment. And then he said, I enjoyed the next 20 years. Why? Because he was patient the first 20 years. Then Allah rewarded him the next 20 years of his life. He couldn't survive a night without Salatul Layl. It became a comfort, a source of comfort for him, a source of peace for him, a source of tranquility for him. You see, my brothers and sisters in Islam, the reward of patience upon the worship of Allah. You see the reward. It enables you to enjoy the worship of Allah. And even when reading the Quran, read today, read tomorrow. No worries, you're struggling. Keep reading. Ya keep reading. Do not stop. Do not give up. Wallah, if you give up, how are you ever going to develop a relationship with the Qur'an to the point where you're going to feel and experience sweetness and beauty with the Qur'an? How? You need to break that barrier of, of tiredness and boredom and whatever it is that comes upon you when you're reading the Qur'an. Once you break that barrier and you can only break it with patience, keep reading, keep reading, keep reading, don't stop, keep going, tomorrow, after tomorrow, once that barrier is broken, you will feel that he cannot survive a day without reading Al-Qur'an or a day without praying As-Sunan, the Sunnah prayers or the Witr prayer, whatever it is that you want to commit to. Now, my brothers and sisters in Islam, this is the kind of patience we need and this is the kind of patience we're supposed to exercise. Don't forget that patience of three types upon the worship of Allah Patience concerning the sins. Whenever you're tempted by a sin, don't just give in easily to it. Hold yourself back. If after a long fight, you fall in the sin, immediately get up, turn to Allah, make a tawbah and move on. Make a tawbah, do a hasana and move on. So you can replace that sin with a good deed. Make a tawbah, do a good deed and move on. Don't sit back worried and all depressed and he cannot move on in life let don't do that and then the third category said patience upon the calamities and tests in life whenever whenever you are struck by a calamity relax inna wa inna raji'un. oh allah reward me say say allahumma ajurni fi musibati oh allah reward me for this patient uh, for, for, for this calamity i'm going through Reward me for this calamity I am going through. Allahumma jurni fi musibati wa li khayran minha. And oh Allah, replace this calamity with something better. Give me something better. 
Hana, this is patience in the face of calamity. Subhanallah. You know, Yaqub alayhi salam, when he lost his child, Yusuf alayhi salam, he said, uh, He said, I complain to Allah. This is what he said. I complain to Allah. These are the words he said in the face of the calamity of losing his son, Yusuf alayhi salam. Sa'id ibn Jubair, rahimahullah, he said that this ummah was given something special to say in the face of calamities. And that is, inna lillah wa inna ilayhi raji'oon. And Sa'id ibn Jubair, he said that if Ya'qub alayhi salam knew these words, inna lillah wa inna ilayhi raji'oon, he would have said them when he lost his son Yusuf, as opposed to saying the words, Ya Asafa ala Yusuf. So when Ya'qub lost his son, in the face of that calamity, he said, Ya Asafa ala Yusuf. He said, Oh, my woe and my sorrow and my grief is upon the loss of Yusuf. This is what he said. These are the words, Ya Asafa ala Yusuf. Had he known, Inna lillah wa inna ilayhi raji'oon, he would have said that. But these five special words were only given to this ummah. So how beautiful is this? In the face of calamity, say inna lillah wa inna ilayhi raji'oon. Do not do or say anything that is displeasing to Allah. You would, had, you would have achieved the peak of patience in the face of calamities. For my brothers and sisters in Islam, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bestow upon us patience. And we ask Allah Azza wa to give us patience and firmness and steadfastness upon our deen until the day we meet him subhanahu wa ta'ala. We ask Allah Azza wa to forgive our sins. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive our shortcomings. And we ask him subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us the ability that we worship him and continue to worship him until the day we meet him subhanahu wa ta'ala. We ask Allah Azza wa to allow us to live until we witness the 10 best days of the year the 10 days of the Hijjah. And we ask Allah Azza wa that he enable us to worship him as best as we can during these 10 days. Wallahu a'lam wa innahu waliyu dhalika wal qadiru alayh wa sallallahu wa sallama wa baraka ala nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in jazakumullahu khayra wa salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.